Blog Talk Radio. Time with Pastor Steph. with Pastor Steph. How are you this morning? That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. For this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. So, where were you all week? Oh, we started off Shaking the Monday morning blues with Elder Jerome and Lady Annette Wilson. Ooh, the real married life was the topic in the relationship clinic. Yes, we had a good time talking about the real stuff, you know. People get married these days thinking that all is gravy, everything's going to be well, and uh, we say yes to the dress, but the Wilsons help us know that, you know, there's the real side to this thing, and that marriage takes work. Yes, you can't just jump in this thing and think that it's going to work itself out. No. That, you know what, it really takes learning one another through the tough times. Yes, yes, you know, it's not going to be about everybody, you know, getting along and everything is going to be all right just because we want it to be. No, you're going to have to do some things. You're going to have to do some things and you're going to have to go through some things. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. You know, they really talked about how, you know, they started out and how they met and, you know, where Lady Annette was when they got married and where Elder Jerome was when they got married and, you know, what their kind of backgrounds were. And, you know, it, it, it was really a, I mean, it was a good conversation and they really let us know that things are not going to always be what you think it's going to be now I mean Lady Annette even talked about the fact that on their wedding night they had her nephew (laughs) 
Woo! Talk about getting off to a start. Man, oh man, I know that was some unexpected, you know, occurrence. So, you know, how would you manage if, you know, something like that were to, you know, jumpstart your marriage life? How would you feel, you know, always having somebody around? Yes, they said it's just not until recently, you know, that they really began to have their home to themselves. Yes, so that's an adjustment right there. Yeah, well, they said that they the real deal. And the real daddy life. So I really enjoyed their conversation and really appreciated you know, the truth and the angle they were coming from. And, you know, the switch tip just fell right on in there. Let God dictate your mood. Well, I got to tell you, if they didn't have to learn that, let God dictate your mood, then I don't know what they would have done, you know, and I'm sure they were not married. I'm sorry, they they were not saved when they got married. And, you know, again, there's that getting used to what you're facing and having to deal with, you know, what you're facing on a certain level. Yes. And after a while, they had to learn to let God dictate your move because there's no way in the world they would be married for, you know, almost 23 years, I think they said. Yeah, coming up soon. They would be married 20-some-odd years, and you're not going to make it unless you're an elder and a lady. Trust me when I tell you, because life comes with challenges, and, you know, when you let a lot of circumstances and situations, you know, dictate how you feel and what you do. You know, it it's it, it, it's not going to be smooth. I, I got to tell you. Because it's not going to be smooth when you let God dictate your mood. So it's surely not going to be smooth in life when you don't let God dictate your mood. And the only way we're going to let God dictate our mood is when we give our life to him is that that's the only way we're going to make this happen. You know, so, you know, it, it, because it comes to a point when you get ready to do something or you get ready to say something and you really got to call on the name of the Lord. Really got to call on the name of the Lord and, you know, let God, you know, help you smile or let God shut that mouth or let God you know, make you think about what you're going to say before you open up your mouth and say it. So that's how we spent our Monday. Well, let's talk about a Tuesday church folk day rolled around. And uh, we had our pastors in the house. And we talked about, ooh, quite a bit. But one of the things we talked about was the in the school and how you know if the schools are opening up 
you know, their facilities for, you know, outside use. And pretty much you don't know what you're going to get. So it started off with the Good News Club occupying the school premises. And then it ended up with the uh, after-school savings club. Yeah. The Good News Club was the only one on the premises. It was the only one that the children were facing every day. And we got to talking about the church family of And I got to tell you, you don't think this thing is real. You better go check your Bible. Because it says, when you sleep with a prostitute, you know, you two shall become one. Well, there's only one way that gets done. You know, so you're going to have to uh, go do your little research and understand that you can't let your child go everywhere. You know, for those who are not covered by the blood of Christ, you know, from baptism and, you know, having the spirit of the Lord, yeah, you're going to have to guard where you go. Because, uh, we didn't have some stories. So go back and listen to Tuesday. Because Church Folk Day was something else. Well, wow, Wednesday rolled around and it was Ladies' Day. And ooh, wee. Vivian always gets us started with her social, you know, uh, social, uh, socially conscious segment. And we talk about the, uh, the fact that, uh, I don't know about this housing situation, y'all. Yeah, you know, they want to do right by us, but I don't know if they're quite getting that done. Because you can't offer people who are not making a whole lot of money a $3,000 apartment. I don't know who's going to be able to occupy these, you know, these apartments. But it's not going to be for the every average day person. Because the every everyday average person, they're not making that kind of money. So uh, I don't know what's going to happen to, you know, Mayor Eric, Mary, Mayor Eric Adams' uh, talk and um, plan to convert these abandoned office spaces, or these vacant office spaces, rather, you know, as he's converting them to, you know, one-bedroom apartments downtown as we speak. But uh, I don't know who's going to be occupied. Because there sure ain't nobody I know. Ah! Woo, baby. Well, the lady talked about if the state club landed on their school ground and was being offered to their children. So uh, we got the shouting up in the air. Open my cheek, tapping her hands in the background. Oh, yeah. It went down. Well, yesterday, yesterday, was therapeutic therapy. And they say laughter is the best medicine. Well, I got to tell you. Well, we laughing 
yesterday. You didn't need to take any medicine yesterday in order to get yourself better. Because the due time crew was in rare form. Mm-hmm. And we definitely laughed over what the due time crew would do if they found out that their daughter was stripping in the club and uh, we were paying the bills already. Would she have to pay her own bills? Or would uh, we hold back our money like one dear old dad did? Yes, well, listen, if you want to laugh, I'd like to go back to that. Because laughing is what we do. We had a good old time. And we can over here on the two times past that we not, you know, just wearing some uh, high heel shoes and collars and all of that kind of stuff. We have a good time in the Lord over here. So come on and join us. All right? So if you miss any day this week on the Two Tower Tap Step, my advice is that you go back and listen. Okay? You know how I always say, go back and listen. Well, go back and listen. Okay? All right. Well, today, Today. Oh, it's freestyle for right day. And I don't know about you all, but I am so happy that it is time for us to go into a weekend. But before we do that, oh, we got to hear from our men. Yes, because that's what we do on a Friday morning. Well, I advise you. So go ahead and get that healthy breakfast. Go tell somebody that it's time with Pastor Steph is on. And whatever you do, don't go anywhere because we'll be right back. Something's not right. My first symptoms were constant tingling in my toes, my legs. Sometimes I'll go numb. I had double vision. They said you have multiple sclerosis. Well, the beginning is the hardest time. Kind of had to get a grasp on reality. I had to adapt and change very rapidly. I had to learn how to drive with my hands. Yeah, that was interesting. I was a dancer. I don't see walking the way I walk any different than doing a dance. It just looks different. It's a different dance. You see me have an off day. It doesn't take away from who I am. A symptom may cause you not to be able to do that anymore. And at one point, I wasn't able to do any of those. But I would exercise every day. Since I've been cycling, I definitely helped my walking. To make a lot of changes in my life and just adapt to it. I'm going to acknowledge its presence. I'm not going to discount it. But at the same time, I'm going to try my best to not let it stop me. It's a fantastic opportunity to be working together with a common goal of carrying MS. And sharing is the key.
morning, good morning, and good morning again. Welcome back to It's Due Time with Pastor Steph. And it is Freestyle Friday. Yes, we get to do whatever it is we want to do. But here for my men, kind of narrows it down. And I am so happy and grateful to God that he has ushered us into the end of this week. You know, no one has been injured. There's been no hurt, harm, or danger. Everyone is well. You know, we may not be at our best, but everyone is well nonetheless. And we say thank you. We say thank you, God, for all that we have available to us in him. And thank God for that investment. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. So, come on. You know, let's get started. See what we got to talk about this morning. Okay? All right. Well, you know, last week, I started this little, you know, little piece that I call Who Knew? Who Knew? Some little stuff, you know, things are like in our face and we don't even realize that is going on. And I was doing a little digging. And did you know that John Singleton, yes, you know John Singleton. John Singleton is responsible for Snowfall. Yes. You know, I forgot John Singleton was responsible for Snowfall. Yeah. And when I saw his name up on the credits, I was like, oh, that's right, John Singleton. John Singleton was responsible for Baby Boy. Yeah. Wasn't John Singleton responsible for Boys in the Hood? Wasn't that his breakout movie? I think so. And high learning. Yes. You know, he was dating, what's her name? Tyra Banks. Tyra Banks, and that's how she got that gig. Yeah, because that was her man. Well, John Singleton was, you know, he passed away a, a, a few years ago. And I believe in 2019. And he was only married one time. He had only been married one time in his life. And he had, you know, had gotten a divorce. He only had one child as well with his wife. And I had no idea that he was married to Nettie from The Color Purple. Yes. What's her name? Whoopi Goldberg's sister. And I cannot say her name. The Nigerian actor. Yes. And her name is Akusa Boussier. Listen, don't, don't, please, please, don't bother me about how I pronounce her name. I'm not disrespecting the lady. I just don't know how to pronounce her name. And I was too tired last night after midnight to go and do the research as to how to pronounce her name. 
But, yes, can you, those two were married. And, again, you know, it says that he was only married one time. It was really short, too. They were only married from 1996 to 1997. And they had a little girl. And she has turned out to be one gorgeous. I mean, one gorgeous young lady. She is now 25, somewhere around in her late, you know. I don't know how, you know, recent or late this particular article is, but she's in her 20s. And she's definitely at least 25 years old. And she, her name is Hadar Boussier, if that's how you pronounce it, Singleton. So she has both of her parents' names. But who knows? Who knew that they were married? Now, again, it ain't a whole lot of, uh, not a whole lot of news when you were only married for a year. Yeah, it was a really short marriage, very short marriage. But uh, I just thought that you might, you know, be interested in that little piece of information. Yeah. Well, what else do we have to talk about really quickly before we get started? I had some, you know, I always like this little junk stuff that I always find somewhere in the news, some little stupid little pieces of information. And I had some good stuff, but I'm mad now because now I can't find it. Are you going to give me an opportunity to just look real quick? Let's see. Hmm. Let's see. Oh, okay. I got a couple of minutes before I begin my news. Let's see. Hmm. Little pieces of information that I came across. It's little dumb stuff. You want to hear some little dumb stuff? Let's see what I have here. Hmm. I don't know. I, I, I had it. I had it, everybody. I had it. Hmm. You know what? You know what? Don't hold it against Pastor Steph today. I had a nice little piece of junk news, and I have it, but I don't know. It's not seeming too interesting today. Oh, yeah. Well, here's a little piece of information, a little piece of junk news. So they say that... Keanu Reeves, you know Keanu Reeves. He's from The Devil's Advocate. He's from, what's the, the movie with the bus? And they can't stop the bus from moving. Speed. Yeah, Speed 1, Speed 2, he played in. Well, no, he didn't play in Speed 2. He played in Speed. So, anyway, they say that, you know, these people are paid like millions of dollars to be in these movies. So they say that when he, oh, thank you. Thank, look at my, my people, always taking care of past stuff. He was in the Matrix. Yes, yes, yes. So they say, thank you. 
they say that when he was signed on to be in the devil's advocate, that he reduced his own salary by a few million dollars. So that just lets you know right there what kind of money he was being offered, that he could reduce it by a few a few million and he would miss it so that they could get like notable actors. And he's been known to do this a few times. And one of the times he did it was for the devil's advocate so that they could afford Al Pacino. Now, you know good well if they pay Keanu Reeves millions of dollars that they are paying Al Pacino, Mr. Scarface, and Mr. Serpico. Yeah, they're paying him well above Keanu Reeves. And he wanted, I guess, to work with uh, Al Pacino to the degree that he was willing to take a pay cut. And I never saw it. I never saw the movie. I never saw the movie. But it seemed like it was kind of like a blockbuster movie. And Al Pacino, you know, he really does his thing. But, yeah, that's the kind of person that Keanu Reeves is. And they say he also did it so that he could work with Gene Hackman. Everybody knows Gene Hackman. Didn't Gene Hackman do Taxi Driver? Yes. Well, I know Gene Hackman did Taxi Driver. He did, what's that other movie with A Crimson Tide with Denzel? He did Enemy of the State with Will Smith. Well, you know, Gene Hackman, is, he's a monster. He's a monster in the acting world. And he also, Keanu Reeves, took a pay cut, $5 million, to be able to work with Gene Hackman on The Replacement. Yeah. So, that was interesting. Well, Eminem. You know Eminem from, you know, 8 Mile. Well, they say that when his daughter was at her, what do you call it, her prom, homecoming, something like that. It was homecoming. When she was being crowned, you know, Haley, she's a little gorgeous little girl. Haley was being crowned homecoming queen. He didn't, he didn't crown her face, you know, so that he wouldn't take all the attention away from her. He went and sat in an empty classroom and viewed what was going on. I thought that was pretty nice. You know, a lot, of, a lot of people aren't willing, especially these days with parents. You know, they're not willing to take no backseat to the kids. You know, you got to be beating up the parents to get to the kids, you know, or moving them out the way or locking them up or locking them down. Yeah. So, you know, he just kind of sat in the background because he was like, you know, give her her shine. Give her a shine. I don't, you know, I, listen, I didn't got all my you know, accolades, I can wait, I can wait. So I thought that was pretty, you know, pretty cool. And Billy Joel, everybody knows Billy Joel. I love you just the way you are, uptown girl. Yeah, that Billy Joel, old school Billy Joel. Well, they say that Billy Joel 
never sell the front row seats. And you know how much how much front row seats go. Listen, let me just just a little side note. I got a couple of seconds. I saw that Jill Scott. Where was she going to be? Somewhere here. Six hundred and eighty-two dollars. It cost, and I think it was for two seats to sit near the front. So you know those 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 front row seats uh, seats sell for a lot of money. Well, he never sells to seats because what he does is he gives them a way to random people in the cheap seats. Yes. So you bought your cheap seat, your cheap seat, and Billy Joel will sell. They won't, you know, uh, sell the front row, and then he'll just arbitrarily choose people in the cheap seats to come sit in the front row. I thought that was nice. He said, because he doesn't always want to look at the wealthy people. I thought that was pretty cool. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I am a concert. Man, I love me some concerts. So, you know, I would wish that somebody who I, I would buy tickets for would do that for Pastor Steph. So maybe y'all can arrange that. Yeah, you know, come on, don't don't tell me y'all ain't got the hookup. Somebody got some level of hookup. Well, here's an, uh, another piece of little information, and I know this is true because I remember. Okay, I remember this happening. Think about back in the day. Remember, we used to get those checks in the mail, but they weren't really checks. They were like. They would they would cut just like a check. It would read just like a check, but it would be like you could go buy a car. So they would say, okay, we're giving you thirty thousand dollars to water cars. This is from Nissan, or you know, they used to do that a lot with different you know merchants. Different merchants used to do that. I said, well, do you know why they stopped doing that? If you notice now. In the bottom right-hand corner, they'll say, like, this is not a check, or they'll put something on the check now that will indicate that it's not a check. And I remember hearing of this story, but there's another story that I pulled up in one of these little, uh, you know, my little, uh, you know, little stupid, stupid news that, and they may have been back here. But there's a man back in 95 who got a check for $95,000. It was one of those junk mail checks. Well, he just, you know, messed around. He said, all right, let me put it in the in the bank. Well, did they not have to give him that $95,000? Yeah, because although it was, quote, unquote, junk mail, there was nothing in the, on the check that indicated that it was really junk mail. Yeah. So when they deposited the check and they had to clear that check, yes, they did. Yes, they did. They had to clear that check. And they had to give him that $95,000. So ever since then, 
or afterwards, they had they stopped doing that. I remember, I don't know if it was this particular man, but I do remember it was a hefty junk mail check, and they said that they had to honor the check, and that's when, now when they send you the checks, there's something on that check that will indicate that it's not really a check. But I'm going to tell you all something. Don't think that Pastor Seth is not checking them checks. I sure, if it even looks like I could go to my bank and deposit it and a stupid clerk slides it on through, man, listen, I'm not stealing your money. Listen, if you make that mistake, then guess what? Just like that man with that $95,000, I wish I was the one who took the chance and and put that check in the bank because I used to get those checks all the time. So, you know what? He blew it for everybody. Well, listen, that's only one we've, we've heard. I'm sure in all these millions of checks and things like that that they were sending out in the mail, they wasn't just the one person who had to be paid out. And unfortunately, Pastor Jeff was not one of them. You know, and uh, clearly, if y'all are on, it's due time with Pastor Jeff. It wasn't you either. Because <laughs> you sure be on talking to me. Oh. <sighs> So that's my little junk news for today. That's my little junk news for today. You know, Friday, listen, it's Freestyle Friday. I get to do whatever I want to do. So junk mail, junk news, I, I like to talk about it. Well, let's talk about our news, our little short stories, our quick stories, our quick news. Yo, there's a 14-year-old boy out in Mexico City or near Mexico City who they are calling... Little Chapo. Why? Because they say that he is responsible for a drug-related killing of eight people near Mexico City. Yeah. They say that he allegedly rolled up on a motorcycle and opened fire fire on a family in a low-income Mexico City town. And they say another guy was also arrested, you know, during these killings, you know, for these killings. 22 people in total and seven other members of the gang were arrested on drug charges as well. So the victims were actually holding a party at their house. And clearly... Somebody at the party was the target. Some people were, they were not on this gang, you know, friend list. And unfortunately, also five adults and two children were wounded. And they're saying that they're not releasing, of course, they're not releasing his name, all this protection for these wicked kids. Lil Chapo is you know, named after, you know, El Chapo. Big El Chapo. Everybody didn't hear about El Chapo. And they say they don't know about the motive or they're not releasing that information. But they're saying that Mexico is not a stranger to child killers. Yeah. They're saying back in 2010, some soldiers detained a 14-year-old boy that was a part of the cartel, 
and they say that, you know, he told them that, you know, at the age of 11, the cartel, you know, snatched him up to work for him, for, for them, and he had been a participant in some killings, and he had been responsible for at least four decapitations. Now, can you imagine as young as 11 years old, they teaching you to cut people's heads off? What kind of life do you live after that? Yeah. Can you imagine? And we trying to figure out why these kids are so twisted. So, yeah, they say that's how the, that, that's how the cartels get down in Mexico. And, you know, they're, they're crazy out there because they're the ones who end up kidnapping those four people a, uh, a couple of weeks or so ago, you know, because they thought that they could have been a part of some Haitian crew or something like that, they said. Yeah, they got a couple of theories out there. But, yeah, they Mexico is so off the chain. They told people, them kids from... You know who were doing the um, when it's spring break? They were like, "Yo, stay out of Mexico, stay out of Mexico," because they are not our friends. So you might not come back. So I, I don't know. I hope they took their, I hope they took their uh, what do you call it advice. Well, what else are we talking about this morning? All right. All right, all right, wait, I might want to hold on to that one. I might want to hold on to that one. Let me see what else I want to talk about real quick. Okay, okay, so, every, you know, here in New York City, we have the big food chains, and they're kind of wealthy. You know, you, you they, well, I guess they are, yeah, I guess they are. They, a lot of these fairways, supermarkets are in the more upscale city locations. In other words, if you go up in a fairway, you better have a couple of dollars because an apple costs you about eight dollars. It does for real. I went in there a couple of times, and the apples I did not buy. But anyway, I you know I digress. All right, so listen. So remember, we Vivian brought us the story on socially conscious about how you know there the police want us to make sure we take down our masks when we walk up in these stores so that their surveillance equipment would pick up our faces because they've been going buck wild here in the city robbing these stores. So Mayor Eric Adams came back and he was like, yeah, this is what you need to do because we need to be able to see your face so we can catch you when you decide to go robbing these places. Well, Fairway Market, they have put their... Surveillance cameras right at the door, and they are picking up everybody's face. They are going with facial recognition equipment. Didn't I tell you they they had money? Because you know the local bodega ain't got no money to be doing all of this. But they do it fair way, and they say because the fact that these thieves have gone buck wild, they have put up these facial recognition things, these scanners. They say they can catch something as your eye scan and voice prints. They have gone all out because they want to catch you. And I just told you these shops here, right? So you know good and well 
this ain't going over well. Now, but here's my thing. Why are you complaining? If you just going up in the store to buy your apples, oranges, meat, and vegetables, and pasta, and expensive cold cuts, and pickles that cost, you know, $50 and change, what you care? What you care? I'm broke, and I don't care. So you ain't in there robbing the store. Don't you want them to catch the people who are robbing the stores? Because I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Who do you think pays for all the thievery? We do. Yes, the honest people who shop. They pay for, you know, we pay for that. Because if they keep on thieving, they're going to increase some prices to, you know, catch up with the, the money that they've lost. And now we're going to have to pay the increased prices. So go ahead. Listen, don't talk. <laughs> if you don't want them to pick up your voice scan and all of this, don't talk. Go, listen, let me tell you something. For you and I, if we go up in that store, we only going up in there for a good five minutes. Because by the time we get to the door, and you know the produce section is always the first section. By the time you spot that those bananas are now $3.50 a pound, you ain't staying in there long, no way. So just go ahead in there, buy whatever you're going to buy, come on up out of there, and you ain't got to worry about it. So they've got most people, they say, are up in there raising all kinds of you-know-what because they don't want, you know, they feel that this is an invasion. And you know what, listen, you pick your battles. Y'all can't fight about everything. You can't argue about everything. You either want the people to, 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 to do this so that they pick up the thieves. Because I'm going to tell you something. Please pick up the thieves because I bet you they wish that they had picked up those, those the thief who killed that 67-year-old man in the bodega store. Because what happens when you're in there buying what you need to buy, minding your business, and they walk up in there and they end up killing somebody. Because remember now, it's not always where they intend to kill you. So, go ahead. But there have been other people, you know, such as, you know, with Pastor Steph, who agree that, you know what, just do what you got to do. Because if it means that we're safer, if it means that, you know, there are no thieves or less thieves, then go ahead and do what you got to do. Go ahead. Cause I'm pick your battles. Pick your battles. Stop fighting about everything. Stop fighting about everything. Stop fighting about everything. Stop, 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 stop. So I got two more stories before we go to our time crew. So, remember I talked about the $95,000 that the check got deposited? And they shut that down. Well, a Connecticut substitute teacher, man, she thought she hit pay dirt. So, like I said, she's a substitute teacher. Now, generally, they say that the going rate for substitute teachers in that district is $105 a day. Now, Mayor Pittens, I agree. Well, homegirl got a whopping, let me tell you, $27,000 after taxes deposited into her bank account for two days' pay. 
just two days of work. So I don't know. Now she knew good and well this was not her money. Well, the check started off at $54,000. So think about it. Go ahead and keep the money, stupid. Now you have to pay taxes on a bunch of money you didn't even get. For two days, somehow or another, Payroll made a big error and paid her $54,000. And they cut the check and they deposited her, her net pay was $24,000. And she told them that she would return the money. But here's what she told them. She said, listen, the bank will not reverse the money based on me telling them to reverse the money. Y'all go to the bank. Y'all take the money about the account. But for some reason, they couldn't do that. So what she told them she would do was she would give them back the money. Well, homegirl ain't showed up. She walk around with $24,000. Now, here's how stupid you are. Again. Again. Like, they don't know where you live. They don't know your bank information. They don't know how they can, you know, they can put you up in jail. Why? It's not like you could run. If you a substitute teacher, you ain't got no money. Why? Because they only been paying you $105 in debt. <laughs> So you broke. Where you going with $24,000? $24,000 is not going to take us very far these days at all. So come on, dummy. So what did they do? Well, they found a way to get to that bank because they ended up taking out $19,863 out of her bank account. I don't know. They they pushed. They pushed to get it. And I do know. I do know that they can. If they actually have. <clears throat> if they actually have. Access into your account. To deposit money. They very well. Can take money out. Yeah. But they've got to show. You know it's not like you know we paid you. And we just want to go in your bank account. No they got to really show why they're in your bank account. Well, needless to say, they could show while they in the, while they were in the bank account. So, you know, the um, the Board of Ed couldn't get their money, but the police got it for them. So they were short a couple thousand. They were short. And she probably didn't have much more than that up in there. $105 a day, remember that. So now she's going to jail. Now you're going to jail. Remember now, $24,000. This is past petty larceny. You going in there for a grand larceny, sister. So I don't think she was on our side of the fence. But she could have been, but stupid. That was a stupid move. Well, here's my story of the morning. Here's my wow story, as Viv would say. So they have this issue with what they're calling stealthing, and I believe it's out in the Netherlands. Now, by the way, Netherlands are all on one of our 48 country lists, by the way. Just want you to know that. So check this out. So they call it stealthing, and 
this is a problem that's kind of spreading now that they're picking up. Not a problem that's spreading, but because the problem has always been there, but more places are picking it up as a crime. So what's happening is, or what happened was, how do I want to say this? So there was a man who was convicted in a Dutch court for removing his condom during sex without the partner's consent. So now he's been arrested. So now word has been taken up that they are now arresting people and now that they can if they want to. So now you have more countries picking this up and making this a crime. So they say this unnamed 28-year-old man sent the victim text messages after they had sex, including a text message that said, oh, you should be fine after the fact that I took the condom off and you know. I guess that's what happens when you're having sex in the dark. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But you so hot and heavy, you don't feel this. Now, yes, I'm talking about this. We grown people. If you can't handle it, hang up the phone, disconnect, whatever. But we're talking about this this morning. You know, this is what happens. You're in sex. It's hot and heavy. You can't feel the difference. And wait, well, let me see if Pastor KL is on. Pastor KL, prepare to censor yourself. Prepare to censor yourself, you know, Go go say a prayer. Do something before we start talking. Because only Pastor Steph can say this part. Don't think you're going to get on here this morning and say this part. I'm just saying. So you're having sex. He takes the condom off. And now what they're saying is it's a violation because, and it is. Because now you no longer have say over whether you either get pregnant or have a sexually transmitted disease. Because remember now, we've agreed before we started that you would put this condom on. So now they're saying, check this out, that he was acquitted of rape because it was consensual. However, they snagged him on the stealthing part because they're saying that... Um, the judge found an appropriate agreement between the two regarding what they were doing. Okay, now, they say that they sentenced him to a three-month suspended prison sentence, but they charged him $1,073 fine for damages. I want to know who the damages went to because they didn't say here. So I don't know if it's court damages. I don't know if it's her personal damage. But I'm going to tell you something. If you took the condom off, and I didn't know you took the condom off, so after you text me, we gone for more than $1,000.73. $1,073. Okay? This ain't going to work. So they have another case in the Netherlands for the same offense. And it's a 26-year-old guy this time. And they're saying that the court decided that it could not determine if the man... Now, listen. If the man had intended to force his partner into unprotected sex. Well, what's wrong with your brain? 
if we consent to having sex with the condom on and you decide you're going to take it off, it's not consensual. But because you didn't went into the consensual act is why they're, they're making this mess here now. Oh, my goodness. So here's what they have said. So somebody's making a plea that if someone finds out afterwards that the conditions have not been met, it does not mean that there is coercion. What's wrong with these people? So they're saying that now they have found that there's been this increased behavior and they have some blog going on and some, what you call them? What do you call that thing? Article and things like that that this woman is writing out in, you know, these countries because she was a victim of it quite a while ago. She wanted them to charge rape, but they didn't. Because, again, it's the overall consent was given. So they're saying in California, they have banned selfing requiring that a verbal consent before removing the condom is given. And still, it's not a criminal code, but it's a civil code, and they're only going to go after monetary damages. And they're also citing this case in Germany back in 2018 where a police officer was convicted, but they gave him an eight-month suspended sentence for stealthing, but they were ordered, he was ordered to pay what our equivalent of $3,300 in damages. And I'm still trying to figure out who the damages are going to. I don't know. I don't know. So let's talk to, who are we going to talk to first? Who joined us first? Up, our Pastor Vinny is on first, so we're going to him first. Good morning, Pastor Vinny. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you? I'm doing, doing, doing well. Doing well. That's it's a beautiful good. Friday, Friday morning down here in the uh, Sunshine State. All right. All right, and now. I'm, I'm, I'm in the bag. All right, well, you keep smiling for the rest of us in that sunshine state. Because we ain't got a whole Sorry. lot of sun over here in Queens. We ain't got a whole lot oh. of sun, so you're going to need to smile for the both of us. But I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. So well, that's what counts. That's right. That's right. That we're okay. And as yes. you can hear, Pastor Steph ain't short of a word, so I'm all right. Now, Pastor <laughs> v, you have these. You know, over here in New York, they are going buck wild with the the uh, robberies in the stores, and now they are mandating, they're trying to mandate that we pull the masks down so when you go through the store, the surveillance uh, cameras can pick you up. And as you heard me talk about out here in one of the most expensive chain supermarkets, they have gone straight high tech. They doing right. voice recognition. They doing eye scans. Oh, they really, they really doing it. And now the people are complaining because 
They don't want all this high tech. I guess they figure a uh, slap a picture or something, but don't go to the extremes. What's your word? What do you say? Do you say, go ahead, take my voice, take my eye, take my hair strands? <laughs> what do you say? Well, you know, there there is very little privacy in the world today. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, you know, uh, uh, I was I was in the hospital for a month after I retired from the post office, and okay. they turned they, you know, I I know who was looking at my boy. I know who was doing what for thirty days. Wow. Wow. So, so there is there is no privacy. You know, we we are at the mercy at, at the court, and but but you know, I'm still here. You know, uh, uh, as Brenda said, the doctor said that they had to bring me back three times, but I'm still here. Wow, wow, amen. It, 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 it you know it, it took all of that, and then some. So. Whatever privacy laws they had to break, thank you. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Um, so you know, we are um, we are so spoiled. We are so spoiled that we want we want our cake, and we want to eat it too. Absolutely. But we can't. You can't, you, you, you can't have it both ways. Either we're going to be a safe society, or, or or it's just going to be bedlam in the streets. Because you know, I don't, I don't, I don't have a gun. I don't carry a gun, but there's some who do, and they're looking to prey on you. Right. So right. I, 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 I would surrender. You know, my will. <laughs> to be <laughs> safe. Okay. I, I would right. su- surrender surrender my will to be safe. You know, it's right. it's uh it's, right. it's 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 just just madness. It's just madness and you know, we don't have a choice. Right. Absolutely. You, we, and we really think, don't have um, a choice. No. And my thing is, you know what? If you're if you all that twisted, don't go in the store. If you don't, don't like go. it, just don't shop there. Right. Just don't shop there. Yeah. Why am I going to shop yeah. there and then complain? That's just stupid. That's just stupid. It, it is. All right, Pastor Vinny. What, what about mm-hmm. the substitute teacher who took the 54 style and ran? Now she's going to have to pay all his taxes on his $29,000 that she got on, $24,000 or whatever. You know, would you take the money and run? Now forget about being a pastor because you got to say the right thing. <laughs> you got to say the right thing now. Because maybe they don't want to go to your church no more. But would you take the money in your, in your former life, as Pastor KL would say? In my former life. Would you take the money and run? In, in, in my former life, Pastor Steph, I was still at Mama Stokes' house. <laughs> <laughs> and Mama Stokes wasn't having it. All right. All right. Listen, listen. All we, right. We know what's right and we know what's wrong. Right. If you're a foolish right. enough to take somebody else's money, you better be willing to pay the penalty for your crime because it's a crime to steal. Stealing is still yep. a crime, even if it's, even if it's somebody's mistake. It's still right. stealing. 
Right. Right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm going to hold on that last little piece of news for me to say good morning to all of our men. So thank you so much for joining us, Pastor Vinny. And uh, we're going to talk to you. Thank you kindly. We're going to talk to Brother (laughs) Al. Let's see. Brother Al, you ready over there? I'm up in the building. I am up in the building. Happy Friday. Thank God it's Friday. Somebody knows something, man. Woo. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you, Brother Al. Thank God it's Friday. All right, Brother Al. All right, all right, all right. So you're walking up in the supermarket and you, you find out that they didn't count every gray hair on your bald head. They didn't took up the eye. <laughs> They counted every white spot on your tongue. They didn't caught your voice recognition. You, They know when you're walking through the door and you're saying, oh, yeah. They know it's you. Are you still shopping there? Are you going to still shop there, Brother Al? When you say they know me, what you mean? They, like, from me being in there? <laughs> I'm trying to get that correct. Or what you're saying? I go there all the time or something. That's why they know me. No, here's the deal. Here's the deal. They they're doing this this surveillance as you come in the store because they're trying to make sure that if you do anything, if you rob the store, anything like that, you they turned up their surveillance equipment. So they got eye scan, they got voice recognition ability. So if you go up in there and you do anything wrong, they're going to be able to tell who you are because that's the problem. The people have been using the mask ability to go up in these places, rob them, and you can't tell who they are because they're masked up. So their faces are are blocked. But what they want to do now is they're telling you to lower your mask when you walk in the store so that their surveillance equipment will pick up your face. But in this in this fairway chain supermarket, they have gone above and beyond just taking your picture. They have gone all high tech. So they know exactly who you are because, again, they're scanning your eye. They're, you know, picking up voice recognition and all that kind of stuff. So if you go up in there and you do anything, they're going to be able to give the police exactly who you are and all the people that came up in there that particular day, blah, blah, blah. So the people in New York City who shop there, which are the wealthy people, because I'm telling you, fairway is expensive. If you, you go up in the store and they're doing all of this, they're mad because they're saying, listen, I don't want you doing all of that. Why do I have to go up in this store and now you, you know, you count how many teeth I got? I, I don't want you to know all of that. But the other people are saying, listen, do what you got to do. If it means that we're safe and it means that if somebody does something, you're able to, you know, give this information to the cops, catch the thief or the killer, whoever, then do what you got to do. Which side of the fence are you on? Are you like, go ahead, you know, check, check, take my face? And all this kind of stuff, or either I don't want you doing all of this. So, um, no, I don't see nothing wrong with that. I mean, some people don't think that's for their safety and our safety as well. Because if you're in the store and somebody coming in and robbing the store, who saying you won't be a victim of getting violent? You know, cause I know I see him and I'm trying to, and I got a way I can get out. I'm going to try to sneak and get on up out of there. Now I got shot because y'all didn't want to let them count how many teeth you got. Okay, yeah, I got I got 23 teeth. That, so that person got 25. That wasn't me. You know what I'm saying? So 
so, so, so you know, I, I, you know, people don't think some time of your safety because you know, I look at it, you know, like you said, it's uh, these these young bucks are going buck wild in New York, and I look at the cameras when they show, oh, if you see this guy, please give a call. He got a mask on his face. I don't, I can't see nobody's eyes. So I don't, I don't know, I don't know who he is. So no, that, that's I, yeah, I'm going up in there because I'm gonna feel safe going up in those chopping. I'm going there. Yeah, take, I'm, matter of fact, when they put the cameras, I'm gonna put a big smile on my face. Oh. <laughs> all right, all right, brother Al. Well, what about this 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 teacher who got the check for fifty four thousand dollars for two days? She knew good and well it wasn't her money because she only got she only should have gotten. $210 for the two days, to be technical. And she, they deposited this $29,000 after taxes or 20 whatever thousand dollars after taxes. And she told them, you know, I'll give the money back. And then she ended up, as they used to say, quitting the scene. She's gone, can't find her. Well, they found her, took the money back, and now she's in jail. Would you have taken that money back in the day, Brother Al? Oh, back in the days, it would have been no question. Matter of fact, that money would have been already spent. It would have been already spent. Once I got it, I just gave it to the people I owe it to. Because it would have been spent. Back in the days, it would have been spent. Ooh, we just, we grateful for your honesty. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All righty, Brother Al. Well, we coming back to, to talk about some other stuff. Thank you for joining us today. Let's say good morning to our Pastor KL. Good morning, Pastor KL. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. I'm glad you on that tip because now you'll behave yourself, hopefully. How are you this morning? You doing well over there praising the Lord? Man, I'm just dancing in joy joy like like David did. You know, when the Spirit of the Lord came upon my heart, I danced and I danced and I danced. Amen, amen, amen. All right. (laughs) So you're shopping. Do you care that they have the surveillance to this degree? Or do you think it's gone overboard? And you like, I, I don't think you need all of this. What's your thought? No, I, I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing. You know, I, I think, let, let me say this. I think um, my brother, Pastor Vinny, he, he answers these questions as a true pastor. You know, so <laughs> I, I thank you for that. But I'm going to go on the other side for a minute. <laughs> Because I didn't realize that we had Jesus on the panel with us. And why I say that? Because Pastor Vinny said that he died three times, and then they brought him back on the third time. So I realized at some point we had Jesus with us. So so God bless you, Pastor Vinny. But I, I think it's a good idea. I think it's a good idea. <laughs> oh, you know what? He is just dumb. Oh, my goodness. Yes. All right. So, yeah, you don't mind. You don't mind. Because, I mean, for everybody's sake, you want to make sure that everybody's safe and you come out safe. And at least if anything happens, you know who did what they did. All right. In your former life, what would have happened to this $27,000 after taxes? What would have happened, Pastor KL? Again, again, we're not going to be Pastor Vinny. I'm going to spend, I, I'm, not only will it be deposited, it would have been taken out the same day. You know, I heard Pastor <laughs> Vinny said, well, I lived at Mama's house. 
Well, yeah, I lived at Mama's house, too, but if I would have paid two months' rent, Mama would have been all right. Listen, there would have been one scripture that I learned. I, you know, everybody everybody learns that the scripture be fruitful and multiply. My scripture was, the wealth of the wicked is the startup for the just, and I'm just taking this money. You know, I, 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 I can be spiritual, too. You know, you got to know when there's a blessing. You, you know, some folks run away from their blessings. You deposit this money in my bank. Thank you, Jesus. I love you. You heard my prayer. You know what? Yeah, li- listen, oh. I've never prayed this hard before, but, Lord, I love you. Mama was you right. Know what? She said, if I pray, then heaven belongs to me. You know what? <laughs> I, uh, I can't. I hope y'all out and y'all are not taking Pastor KL's advice. He didn't pray hard enough this morning. He did not pray. He came on saying hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He prayed. He prayed. He prayed. Because if he prayed, he would have been thinking about that thing. No. You know, back in our former life, maybe we would have spent the money. You know, I, you know, I haven't. Ain't no maybe. I gotta, ain't no, I, ma- I would, ain't no I, maybe. Don't fix that. Ain't no maybe. Listen, I'd have had a milk head or something. You would have had a milk head. Who's riding the milk in jail, Pastor KL? You ain't got the milk head in jail. Listen, they'd have had to find. Listen, they would not have been able to take the money back out of the account because it would have been gone. Gone. <laughs> It would have been there. <laughs> Who steals oh money? Put it in the account. What you waiting for? Interest? On the money? <laughs> this is money I didn't even have. No. <laughs> Who thinks that? Let me just keep it in the bank. No. <laughs> you know what? I had, you know, I, I, I'm too scared. See, I, I was always scared. I didn't want to go to jail. And you know what? For a moment of, of happiness, spending spree, I, I I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. I I, I, w- I would have been calling them to tell them, did you make a deposit? Uh, please take this back. Please find a way to take it back. I, you know, as a matter of fact, I'm on my way. I'm on my way to bring it back. Pastor, I would have been too scared. Pastor Steph, I would have yes. made a deal with my mama. Mama, after, after I paid two months rent, if they catch me. Put some Twinkies on my books. Hold the money until I get back out. <laughs> hey, look, Pastor Steph, first of all, Pastor Steph, first of all, they wouldn't have had to worry about it now because, see, when they put the money in my account, it would have already been gone because my account would have already been in the negative. So that money would have been in the negative. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, Rachel. Oh my goodness. So I, I would have been too scared. I would have been too scared. And, you know, if I had paid two months' rent and all I got was, all I was supposed to have was $210, my mother would have been asking too many questions and she would have gave me hell. So I, it wouldn't have been worth it for me. I, it wouldn't have been worth it. You know, I would have just had to just get the money back and call it a day. I just wouldn't mm. All you had to do was buy oh, mama some flowers. You've been all right. <laughs> Not my mama. <laughs> Cause it wouldn't Not have been my mama. Yeah. It wouldn't have been worth the cuss out. 
Now, mama didn't know Jesus, but mama knew them cuss words and the cuss out I would have gotten. And here's the thing. Mama wouldn't have been putting no Twinkies on no books either. Uh-uh. I'd have came in the house and said, Mama, I had a dream. You know, I'd have, I'd have been like Joseph. <laughs> I'd have been Joseph. Mama, oh, we're going to be all right for two months. Look at the Lord. <laughs> Mama's going to pay your commissary. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. All right, gentlemen. Now, we have this stealthing issue. Now, you know, it's, 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 it's convoluted because you found these people, these men guilty of, you know, being sneaky and, you know, really putting someone else at risk of either having an unwanted pregnancy or either um, getting some sexually transmitted disease. You've taken that away from her. And now they find you guilty, but they take away the prison time that's suspended, and then they find you, you know, this is some civil issue where they give you some fine. They still have not said in either case with either man whether the money has gone to the courts or whether the money has gone to the woman. And at this point, my question is, well, then who determines how much money, let's say for argument's sake, they decide that the woman should get the money. Well, then who determines who, how much money she gets? Because to me, that's a bit twisted as well. So, you know, that, that's the first question I want to ask. You know, first of all, do you think the person is guilty and should they serve time? Pastor Vinny, we're going to go with you first. You would. Um. <laughs> Come on, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this is this is an odd duck. Uh, you know, because part of the problem is we, we're so promiscuous. And we 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 got so many different partners uh, in the world today. I'm not talking about at Jesus' house. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Thank not. you, Pastor Kale. <laughs> 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 uh, I I don't I don't know if there if, if if there's such a law on the books. It would have to be a law on the books. And it would have to be some kind of standard set that would determine, you know, what your penalty would be. You know, and so if, if that's the case, then it's like everything else. It goes, that money is paid to the court. That that, that, that the female, she would have to go again and, and, and sue him for damages. Wow. Okay. She, okay. she would have to turn around and sue, sue him for damages. You know, which is, you know, it was another issue. All right, all right. Brother Al, are you you guilty? And should this be a jail sentence? How much time should you get? 
Well, you know, it, it, it's crazy because it's like it's your word against mine. You could say I took the condom off. I could say that you told me you took it off. So who? How can you prove that? Mm. You know, I'm looking at it like how can you prove? It? Okay, she said it. So what? I told, I asked her, and she said yes. She said no, I didn't. How are we gonna prove who's who? That's why they can't do the jail system. The court is greedy for that money. That's what that is. Because how can you determine who's who telling the truth? They can't do a lie detector because the lie detector doesn't stand up in court. So I'm puzzled on how they even just say, okay, the woman won't want when you can't prove who's who. But then, okay, let's just say the money goes to the woman. Okay, she got a, a disease that don't cover you having a disease, that don't cover you having a baby. We all know a baby way more than that. That $1,000 you get going to be gone in the first place. So this is okay, why you got to so know who you may wear. Uh-huh. But here's, here's the deal, Brother Al. Let's take this particular case. The only reason why she knew was because the stupid idiot texted her and told her, I took the condom off, but you'll be all right. What dummy does that? So because everybody's so busy telling on themselves, he told her. He texted her. That's how the whole thing came out, that he had taken the condom off. Oh, okay. So now that he's admitting that he's taking the condom off, should this, is he guilty? And should this be jail time? And if so, how much jail time should he spend? Okay, now we shine a different light on it. The fool texted and told him. Okay, um, yes. you know, I don't even think fine. I think it's jail time because I think what happened is we have to send a message to people. Because, you know, some people are like, all right, I'll just pay the little fine. No, he needs to do some jail time to see Big Bubba and see how he'll like it when Big Bubba take off the car. <laughs> and, and you see how he likes that. And he should be in there. He should get at least two years for that. I, I ain't going to go crazy, but he should get at least two years with Big Bubba. When he come out, he'll be a better man. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. But are we assuring that he's going to meet Big Bubba up in there? You know, is that a part of the clause? You know, do you say that, okay, he got to spend two years with Big Bubba? You know, is this like guarantee or, is, you know, can he slide by for what? the first two years without meeting Big well, Bubba? No, I mean, it's, it's, it's guaranteed. It's guaranteed he's going to meet Big Bubba because, believe me, my brother, my brother was, my brother's a CEO. And when them people come in there and you didn't did something to a woman or like that, that word spreads. And they don't like that in the in the prison. They, they don't they don't like racists and pedophiles and stuff to when that stuff get out, oh he gonna meet Big Bubba. I promise you that. <laughs> Bubba coming. Oh, Bubba goodness. coming. All righty, all righty. Okay, Pastor Kale, is this a crime? And if so, how much jail time do you get? Pastor Kale, you talking to the are you talking to the mute button? Oh yeah, we're gonna bubble now. Stuff too. I was saying, I was saying some good stuff. I was I was trying to make an arrangement with bubble, but um, listen. So so y'all, y'all hit on what I was saying. <laughs> y'all hit on what I was saying. How, how stupid are you? Two things I don't think we looked at. Not only did you tell her, but you text her. So you left a paper right, trail. Right, so, so, right. so how stupid are you? So, so my question was, are you the day after pill? 
So did, did, did you tell him because you're the day after pill? And, and you just want her to check herself so she don't get pregnant? I mean, what was the reason? Listen, in my former life, I, 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 I sneak off the condom many times. I never had a, 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 a conversation with you. By the way, can we talk? No! What, what are we talking about? I, I never had that conversation where I think you should know that I took the condom off. No, uh-uh. Because when you got pregnant or you know I had a condom off, who's the daddy? No, 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 no. no. I, I just don't understand how, how, how stupid you are that you would disclose all this information the next day. You must have really felt guilty. You in love. He felt no guilty. Mm-mm. He did not feel guilty. <laughs> he wanted to throw it up in her face that that's what he had done. Ain't oh. no guilt. Mm. Well, I, no, no, I no, 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 no. He it didn't was stupid. Let me tell you why he didn't feel guilty. Because here's what he said. He said, I took the condom off, but you're going to be okay. That ain't no guilt. Mm. You a punk. <laughs> you a punk. You a punk because you wanted to throw it in her face. <laughs> that all of this was going on. You got you got over on her. Let me show you what I did. Let me show you how we ended up getting down. When you thought this is what we were going through or we what we were doing, how in the world, you know? Okay, I ain't asking that question no more because I'm talking to the man. That was that was that was a rhetorical question with Stephanie and Stephanie and Stephanie. Yeah, I can't talk to anybody about that. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, you you he, know he there was, was no too, I, He was. He was too pump Charlie, and between pumps, he took the condom off. Now, why are you a punk when, when you say that? I want to know why you say he's a punk. I ain't say punk. I say two pumps. Two pumps. Oh, two pumps. Two pumps, Charlie. You know what? Didn't did I say, didn't I say go pray? <laughs> didn't I say go pray? <laughs> didn't I say go pray? Thank you. If that's all we got, you did pray. If, if that's all we managed to get, <laughs> you did pray. Thank you, Lord. Listen. I'm saying thank you, Jesus. We're calling you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. But you know what's bad? It, it was bad. That this is, you know what? what? What message, and I ask you, Brother Al, what message are you sending when you're allowing these guys to do this thing and then there's no sentencing behind it. You, you, you give them a sentence and then you suspend it. What is that? What is that? What, what, what's the point of even giving a sentence if then you want to, because both cases in two different areas, so it wasn't even like it was the same judge or the same court. In two different areas. One, because this was back some years ago, back in 2018, I think they said there was a cop. Well, you know, you could figure out why the cop, because now, you know, they're covering the cops. But what's the point of even sentencing you and then coming back and saying, oh, well, you know, well, we're going to suspend the sentence? Is that really sending a message? No, what it's telling them is that it's okay. So, so yeah. the guy's going in knowing that, okay, I can do it. And yeah, they're gonna sentence me, but they're gonna suspend it. So you just you just saying it's okay. That's just like walking in the store and seeing something, and you just say, "Don't do it again." 
and they do it again, and you'd be like, okay, don't do it again. So you just basically telling them it's okay, okay, okay to do it. Send the bad message. Oh, Pastor KL, what kind, what message are they sending? And is are they sending a message? But wait, I, I never I don't heard think they're a message. Wait, hold on, go back a little bit. Did I ever hear? Uh-huh. No, you told us how stupid he was. Did you ever say whether what? he should have been, whether this was a crime and he should go to jail? Did you ever answer that? Yeah, you know, as I said, I think he should go to jail just because he was stupid. Forget the crime. You know, you this is being stupid. He should, he should, he, huh? I said, you sound like Shanti yesterday. He, he, yeah, I mean, just because he's stupid. Of course he did a crime, but 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 then, you know, he, he, he gave he, he gave the whole evidence to, 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 to the defense. So, I mean, there, there's no way around it. It was on a text. So you already given yourself up. Of course you go to jail. How long? On the third year here, he should rise. You know what? Roll away the stone. Tell him to roll away the stone. Are they sending the wrong message by telling them, okay, we're going to sentence you, but we're going we're gonna to suspend the sentence? Yes, yes, yes. Because that's, that's just teasing. You know what I mean? I, I don't know who they're trying to appease the woman or try. I, I don't know. But, yeah, that, I mean, either we do it or we don't. You know, I, I think it's definitely sending the wrong message. You know, if, if if this is the law, then we need to follow the law, follow it through. All righty. Pastor Vinny, are they sending the wrong message? Well, not not that I have a criminal mind. <laughs> Criminals tend to repeat themselves. (laughs) So what I'm, what I would say is that 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 first, at first lap, will be a suspended sentence. But the second time, you're now you're 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 creating a paper trail. You're creating a paper trail, so you can't you can't just you know, uh, fool around in, in obscurity anymore. We got your number. We got your. We got your condom. Your DNA in the condom. Whatever. You know what? I'm done. Now we hold the condoms. <laughs> oh my goodness! Wait, hold on a minute. Go back. Now that's a bit much. We got those women because we talked about those stories here where the women held on to the condom or she went to garbage yeah. and got the condom and now all that kind of nonsense. But wait, go back a little bit, Pastor Vinny. Go back. Did you yes, say back, the back, back. first time is a slap on the wrist? Is that what you said? What, I, what I'm saying is if, if they don't feel if they don't feel that it's, it's uh, uh, too harsh a punishment or whatever, that, that, that suspended uh, sentence, it's still on the books. It's not that it's going away. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. So, there's a different type of paper trail. So now the court, <laughs> instead of you having the paper trail, 
the courts have the paper trail. Right. Right. So when that when that when that guy's name comes up again, it's history. He's history. Wow. He's this is a this is a continued behavior. Third time is lock him up with 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 Bubba. <laughs> lock him up. <laughs> Thank you, Al. Oh, Al, you expressing Bubba the Pastor Vinny. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Everybody know Bubba. Everybody know Bubba. <laughs> Oh, my goodness gracious. I say mm-hmm. you need to lock them up the first time. Because here's the thing. you if, if if we're at the point that we're saying we're going to suspend the first time and then we're going to start dealing with you as of the second time, what happens to the first victim? So, you know, so whoever's the first victim, you, get, you never get any justice because you're... Uh, you know, you're 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 the first one, and we don't know if this gonna be a trail Same one for the not. team. You know, you know what? Oh my goodness gracious! Oh my goodness gracious! All right. Okay. I can't. Y'all are leaving me breathless this morning. Okay, listen. Here's my next question. Here's my next question. Pastor KL, you have the first leg on this one. Should the woman receive monetary monetary compensation? And if so, how much? Now, we're not talking about, we're not talking about if she's contracted any disease. We're not talking about if she comes up pregnant. Whether she does or whether she doesn't, or should it be more if she does and less if she doesn't? So do does she get, first of all, should she get monetary compensation for what he's done? I, I, I only think, and I'm just going to be honest. I only think that she should get a monetary compensation if she was left with damages, you know, being, you know, a disease or, or, or a child. If there was no damages, why should she get paid? She Again, she, she went into the act. Now, she didn't go into the act, you know, being unprotected. However, some of it is still on her. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm shutting your mic off. I got an amen corner. I got an amen corner. No, don't, don't cut it off. Tell the truth. Speak <laughs> it, brother. Speak it. <laughs> now, let me tell you why you gave yourself away. Because anytime that was brother, Jesus. brother Al is on the phone, we always hear the background noise. Now, considering that there was no background noise, possibly you gave yourself up. Because it could have only uh, been you. <laughs> who said, uh, I got to You know, okay, before we get to you, because we got to go to Brother Al. We're going to Brother Al first. Since you didn't already gave away how you feel. Um, <laughs> should, she, what, should she get monetary compensation at all? Yes, I believe so. I, I I say yes to that, and um, I'm I'm with you well, on 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 the real side. Is that the again? If you keep slapping on the wrist, right? So now you got this man spreading the spreading the disease to this one, spreading the disease to that one, or making this one pregnant, making that one pregnant. You know what I'm saying? So no, she should get paid for that because he lied. And then again, you got proof. He texted her 
and said, hey, I, I, I took the car off, but don't worry about it. You'll be all right. No, she, she said, that's just like a woman telling me she was on birth control. And I said, okay. And she said, and then I said, I don't want no kids. She told me she's on birth control. And then kind of find out she ain't, she ain't even been taking vitamins. So, you know what I'm saying? But those no, are, those you, are the you, don't need, you don't need nobody like that. Nah, you don't need nobody like that. She, she need to get paid. Get all, clear his bank account out. Because now you, what you have to do is sue him for what he got. Because you did go for this big brother, monetary gift, and he don't have it. Brother Al, but oh. there, there was no damages, though. That's only if there's damages. But, but there's no don't, damage. I don't care. I don't, I don't care. She's still, she still, she's still quiet it. over there. Pastor KL. Ain't I'm no trying to get an understanding. No, ain't no, no. You'll be no understanding. You'll be quiet. You'll be quiet. Listen, I want my ladies to... Hello. You stop talking. I'm cutting your mic off. I don't want it to be a back and forth. Hold on. Let me let me get my lady. I gotta grab 
I got to grab Tamika first because she, I got her the least. So, good morning, Tamika. Good morning, good morning. I'm trying to figure out who these fellas are. Where are the men that we normally have? Where, what, where, where did they go? What in the world has happened? <laughs> this is, these are the men we normally have. Now we know how they really feel. As a woman, let's let's just let you know because I, I, my time is limited. As a woman, I have a right to say whether I choose to or not um, allow you to wear a a condom, and for you to decide in the middle of it that you're not going to alert me that that's what you're doing. I have a right to say no. This offends me. You know, just just like any other situation, we have rights and we have boundaries. And and I feel like when you go past that, then you should hit, get hit in the pocket for it because you have violated my choice. You know, it's not like I approve of that. If I say that that's what I want, then I stand for what I want, and you should respect how I feel about that. Mm. Well, now we know why Brother Al answered the way he did. <laughs> <laughs> He knew. He knew. No, I'm only joking. I'm only joking, brother. Alan. You can't respond, and that's why I show everybody's mic off. You can't respond. But you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. You have every you have every right to say yes or no. And if you dupe me, because I don't get a stung, yo, they have lost their mind. Oh my goodness. Anything you, else you, you like think to about say it before you finish? Yes. Because my my thing is is if if you're an upstanding woman, it takes me a while as it is, period, to even open up that uh, that area, and then when I do, when I choose to, you decide to violate what it is that I choose. Then at that point, that door has closed. You know, I'm gonna, well. I mean, my thing is if if you're a woman that's alert, you'll know. You know, uh, but. In an instance when you have been duped, at that point, that door ceases. You know, this is one of the things we keep talking about red flags. This is how you know that, you know, you, you as a woman, you need to take your time, you know, get to know who you're involved with. And then when you choose to do that, if that is a situation that transpires, oh, yeah, the door is shut, shut, sealed, closed, locked. The, lock, the key is thrown into the river way in, in, in Cambodia somewhere. <laughs> Where you can't get to it. <laughs> Sorry, Cambodia listeners. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the deal. Here's why we need to make sure that we marry when we do this. Because, see, this is the stuff you walk into when you prematurely Absolutely. go into this. And, you know, we, we, we continually promote waiting. We continually promote abstinence. And this is one of the reasons why. Because you don't have to wait for these men twisted to say, well, I'm going to take off the condom in the middle of the act, you know, and whether you have a say or not. But thank you so much for weighing in this morning, and we pray you have a blessed weekend. Thank you so much. You as well. All right. I think I'm going to take Pastor Charlotte first because you never know what Shanti's going to come out with. Well, we don't know what Pastor Charlotte going to come out with either, but I think we said we, we have a safer bet. Hey, Pastor Charlotte, good morning. Are you going to leave me hanging? You talking to the mute button over there, Pastor Charlie? 
All right. I'm, I, I don't think we got Pastor Charlotte. Let me say good morning to Shantice. Y'all, y'all miss Pastor Charlotte. We're going to be in trouble now. Good morning, Shantice. Good morning, Pastor Seth. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. <laughs> we get the mild fine thank you before oil comes off the roof. All right. So <laughs> what is it that you have to say in regards to whether this is okay, whether we should receive monetary, you know, damages, you know, when if this is done? What, what, what's your take? I think for men as a whole, y'all sound whack <laughs> this morning. Um, that is just disgusting. It's, you know, this just proves how the, the circle of life has shifted and men have become worse than females in a lot of areas. If we decide, and this is, again, another reason why, as hard as a fight it is, we got to wait it out until marriage because they can't handle honesty. If we agree, whether it's we just decide to hook up tonight specifically for this or if we're dating or we go together and we decide to do this and we agree that we're going to use protection, what kind of female are you to now slide it off? During knowing that I was kind of man like male, what kind of male? What kind of female? No, what kind of female are you? Oh, okay. That you because that's something a female would do, like you said. We we hear typically it's the women, you know, they 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 hold on to the condom until afterwards to you know try to now get pregnant. That's a female, a quote unquote, in the streets, that's a quote unquote, female move. So, what kind of female are you now to slide it off? During knowing that this is not what I agreed to, and then what makes it worse, you're gonna text me afterwards, like ha 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 ha, like you're whack. But it, no, absolutely not. I deserve everything. I want the residual money, I want your retirement, I want everything. I want child support, I want alimony, I want everything because you're whack, you're officially whack. I want to make, I want to create social media pages specifically for you, warning women. Not to even let you buy them a cup of coffee. Like, this is now my new career. I now am in charge. I'm now the publicist of when it comes to making sure that no other woman gets in the bed with you. Because you're 100% corny in life. That's horrible. No. There should be jail time and compensation in every area of his life. Who does that? Why not just say I don't? There are plenty of women who don't care whether you use protection or not. Go sleep with them. All righty. Thank you so much, Shanti. You're welcome. Pray you have a blessed day. You too. Thank you. All right, man. You got 30 seconds, and I'm going to turn you on one at a time. 30 seconds to say what you have. So I'm going to start with you, Brother Al. Well, first of all, I don't like that I got the slack for it when I said that she should be paid. But they weren't really talking to you. You know, I got the slack for that. They weren't talking to you. They weren't talking to you. They didn't mention you by name. 
but they weren't talking to you because you weren't on that side of the fence. So don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I got you. I got you. I got you. All right, cool, cool. What so I would spot the ladies again, get to know who you're, who you're dealing with. You know, get get to know the person and know what kind of person that 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 look the guy that you're dealing with. You know, if you got to know him a little better, you can see red flags. We talk about the red flags all the time when you meet somebody. Look for the red flags. Look what's going on. So now your whole life could have been been destroyed. You know, by catching the disease that you couldn't get rid of, or having a baby that you're not you're not prepared to take care of. So I would say, yo, get to get to know the people that you that you going to be intimate with. The intimacy is a serious thing. So get to know that person before you, you know, decide, hey, we're going to do this. All righty. Thank you so much, Brother Al. And we pray you have a blessed weekend. You too. All righty. All right. Let's see. I think I'm going to go to Pastor KL next. All right, Pastor KL, you got 30 seconds to respond to the lady. All right. Um, they, they make they make perfect sense. I mean, we've been joking and, and, and making light of situations, but they make perfect sense. Um, the biggest thing is that if you don't have sex until you get married, you know what I mean, then then, then you are in the clear. You know, we, we, we're supposed to, we're supposed to hold out. You know, and and I know sometimes we get into the moments and it seems like it's the right moment, but you know, God God is not pleased with that. So so you know, he that finds the wife finds a good thing and uh, obtains favor from the Lord. You know, so so if, if we hold out and make sure this is our good thing, and if it's our good thing, put a ring on it, and if we put a ring on it, then let's get married to him, and then and then after that, you know, we we make all all the adult decisions, but but we we can't make. Uh, spiritual decisions in a natural mind. So that just does not work. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you very much, Pastor KL. (laughs) Thank you much, Pastor KL. You have a blessed weekend. Likewise, likewise. Thank you. All right, Pastor Vinny, it's on you. How would you like to respond to what the ladies have to say? Well, um, I mean, we have to agree with the ladies because they, you know, they told the truth. Now, in, in our in our defense, we weren't given all of those parameters. Now, we, if we're talking about a, a steady relationship, that's a different thing compared to to uh, a hookup, just just casual sex, I guess. And I think our mind was more on that, but. My thing is that all of us, we all have to take personal responsibility for our actions. When we say yes to somebody, we need to know that they are going to be true to their word. And if they're not, you know, nobody forced us into this situation. I'm not saying, and it's, and it's bad. It's bad because that, that becomes more of, the, uh, more of the rules and the exceptions. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's it's about personal responsibility. It's about sometimes, you know, we need to just say no. Like like Pastor Kale said, the optimum the optimum relationship leads to marriage. Get to, 
we need to know who uh, we're going to marry and then sleep with and stop putting the cart before the horse. All righty. Thank you, Pastor Vinny. And we pray you have a so welcome. All right. And you too, Pastor Seth. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, let me give you this uh, benediction. <laughs> now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Ephesians 3, 2021. All right. All right. I, I'm going to respond to what was said here today. You know, whether it's for a one-shot deal, like Shanti said, whether it's long-term, Personally speaking, the parameters were the parameters. So we, we, we didn't have, we shouldn't have had to be given, you know, whether it was, you know, five minutes, twenty minutes, a half hour. You know, it's it's your integrity level. And our integrity, ladies and gentlemen, should not be hindered on whether it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday or Friday. Um, whether it's going to be for two seconds, two minutes, two hours, two weeks, two months, two years, we need to walk in a level of integrity. One of the most poignant things that was said here today, which is why I went to, this is why we need to be married first, is because we cannot do godly things, as was said, and that's what I was alluding to. We cannot do godly things in a carnal mind. You know, the Bible tells us to, you know, work on the spirit side. You know, let the spirit dictate what we do. You know, and I'm not talking about our spirit. I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. And we already know that if you're not, you know, uh, uh, Christian, if you have not um, accepted Christ as your personal Savior, you're not living by the spirit and neither do you have the ability to live by the spirit. The only spirit spirit you have to live by is your own and we know that your own spirit your flesh is nasty we're not thinking correctly we're not thinking the way we should be thinking and this is why I go back to what I said yesterday I believe when my grandmother used to say a whole lot of nice people gonna be in hell because just being nice just being good is really not gonna get you there because see those things fluctuate they fluctuate with the situation they fluctuate with who you're dealing with. They fluctuate the time of the month. They fluctuate, you know, where, where you're located at the time. You know, if, if you're in Antarctica, it's one thing. But if you're in Florida, it's another thing. You know, th- th- being nice and being good, you know, that, 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 that fluctuates. That, that turns on like, you know, the light switch and, and water. So we can't rely on, you know, sinful people who have not committed their life to Christ to do, quote, unquote, the right thing. Why? Because half the time we can't even rely on the Christian people to do the right thing. <laughs> That's a challenge at times because we're always flat, We're always fighting. There's always that war that's going on somewhere in our life, somewhere in our life. We all don't have the same challenges. And, you know, some people, you know, who have accepted Christ are still battling, you know, 
uh, how to spend money. And other people, they figured it out already. You know, other people who have given their life to Christ, they're still battling the flesh over, you know, sleep, you know, going to bed with people and they shouldn't be, you know, having premarital sex. You know, we all, every single one of us, whether we have accepted Christ or not, we battle in part, somewhere along the line. So if if that's our battle, you know, the, the Bible tells us be um, uh, uh, if we should sin, that we should not sin. But if we sin, we there's an advocate that has been given to us. So God already knows that there are going to be times where we're going to mess up. So we we have the ability to mess up. Then what in the world do you think is going out in the world right now? There is no level of integrity out here. There's nobody cares. Someone who agreed with you to, to, to have protected sex. And then I decide I'm not going to do it because I want to be able to feel this a certain way or be able to do this and, and, and get this accomplished, whatever the reason is. And then come back later and say, ha, 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 ha. We already know that there's issues there. You know, you want to lord it over a person. Or you want to be able to say, I got you. Or whatever the situation is. So we can't rely on people to, to, to be people of integrity, to be honest. You know, maybe he started out with good intention. I, I'm, I'm going to even give you that. Maybe you even. I, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. Because, you know, listen, the Bible tells us every time I try to do good, evil always presents itself. So maybe, just maybe, you were trying to do the right thing. And then when your flesh took over and it got to feeling just like it did, then guess what? Things shifted. And who you are really came out. Or what you really wanted really came out. So... You know, this is what we deal with when we deal with the world on the world level, on the world mindset. We don't have control over what people are doing. We have no control over which way it'll flip. Because again, how many times right in the church, we can't even rely on our people to keep their words. You know, they say they're going to do one thing and then they end up doing something else. And, you know, they changed their mind, you know, and I, I just don't feel like doing that no more. You know, listen, people don't even stay in church the way they used to. You say one wrong thing to people. Now they got problems with you. And now they don't want to stay in the church no more. They don't want to stay in your church no more. And these are people who have supposedly given their lives to the Lord. People are fickle, plain and simple as that. But we have to make sure that once we accept Jesus as our personal Savior, that we stick close to God so that we don't run the risk of doing things that we have no business doing. And that's anything. This, this walk ain't easy. And we have to make sure we keep our eye on the prize because if we don't, we're going to end up behind the eight ball. And that ain't a place where you necessarily want to be. You don't want to get into a jam like that. Should a woman be paid, or a man, or a man be paid? If a woman, does, if, if like Brother Al said, you know, she told him she was uh, using birth control. 
And then she comes up pregnant. And he says, yo, you told me you were using birth control. I think there should be some monetary compensation there. Because she was not honest. She did not keep her word. So we're not only talking about men here. We're talking about women. You know, anybody knows me, you know, I don't side with the genders. Right is right and wrong is wrong. So we want to make sure that, you know, we're dealing with people who are supposedly walking in the Lord. So we stand a better chance that we're dealing with people who have a level of integrity. We have people who, even if we, you know, start talking about how we itching and scratching, they can encourage you. They can pray with you. They can give you a word. They can show you a scripture. You know, come on, come on. Let, let's go out to the movie. You know, do something. Let, let's look at a movie. Let's, you know, let, let's look at Disney today. You know, whatever the situation is. You know, that they can help get your mind, you know, from there. You know, if you have any other weakness, if you have a weakness of shopping, somebody can say, you know what? Here, come on, let's do this instead. You know, they're not going to say, girl, come on, how many cards you got? They can help you and keep you from doing the things that we're not supposed to be doing, period. It doesn't matter what the weakness is. There's a lot of things that we contend with and a lot of things we battle and we need people who are in the Lord to help us stay on track now are there people who are not in the Lord that can help us stay on track yeah I'm not dismissing them but again stick with someone who can pray with you stick with someone who can give you that scripture and help to bring back to your remembrance what we studied in service and you know what 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 you know Bible study was about and you know, they can help you stay focused in a different way, something that's going to last you further than just a good word. That scripture can be something that you can hold on to. That prayer can be something that you can hold on to a little longer than just a simple encouraging word. And we want to make sure that we are who we need to be for God's people and for the people in the world who are also you know, really working against something that they shouldn't be doing. So come on, get on track. Get on track and serve the Lord properly. You've been listening to It's Do Tar with Pastor Steph. Join us Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. where we discuss matters of the heart, mind, and spirit. As you go through your day, be sure to set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. They will only serve as a distraction. Remember, prayer changes things. It's Pastor Steph signing off, and I want to thank my due time crew. Woo! What a conversation today. Ah, thank you for hanging out with us all week and helping us do what we do. Please do not miss this opportunity to give your life to Christ right now. Please don't miss this opportunity. If you accepted Jesus already, but strengthen that relationship in the Lord right now, because later is not promised to any of us. Until Sunday, God spares. Oh, no, not Sunday, not this Sunday, following Sunday, but until Monday, God spares. Ah, have a wonderful weekend. I love you.